You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands in the leisure and entertainment industries get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit nicolarowley.com for more details and read Nicola's Amazon best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I want to talk today about how you can expand your own belief system of what you can actually do and how we can do that, how you can really expand who you help, the impact you have, your own business, how much money you make, and everything about your life by using learning and and your own belief system. And the person that I've got in to speak about this is somebody that I've seen do this myself. Now we have had her on the podcast before because she's the sponsor, Nicola Rowley. You will know of Nicola, you um, hear her voice. Um, And you hear all about her in all of these different podcasts. But the reason why I wanted to bring her on is because over the last year since we last interviewed Nicola, there's been a massive expansion in her business and basically in just the way she shows up. And I wanted to talk to her about that. So welcome, Nicola, to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Lisa. It's great to be here. So let's talk about what you've been doing, like I've seen a shift in you. I think other people have seen a shift in how you show up. You're more self-assured in what you do. You're very confident in what you do. You've always known you can help people with their PR, but you seem to come across in a different way now. What did you start doing that has helped that happen? The first thing that I did was I wrote a book and it literally was the first thing because as part of that journey in terms of writing the book, The Power of PR, I had to get crystal clear on what it was that I wanted to say. And up until that point, I was great at getting people coverage and being able to get them into the media and everything else. But actually getting really crystal clear on the bigger picture, where I wanted to be positioned, what my messaging was, that was everything. And it was only actually when I'd had a conversation with one of the team at Authors and Co about, well, I'm doing this book and I'm writing this book and I know that you need me to do it quite quickly. I had quite a, a short turnaround time and a deadline that was looming. But PR, well, let's face it, you know, all the books I've ever read, they can be quite dull. And I think all I'd ever read previous to that would have been textbooks when you're doing studies or anything else to do with marketing. And I couldn't see how up until that point, whether that was a limiting belief or anything else, I couldn't see how I could make it relevant to others. And then as part of that conversation, what shifted was well, talk to me about why you do this. And of course, the reason that I do what I do in terms of helping people through strategic storytelling to get noticed in the media is so that they can be discovered, but also go on and have an impact on other people's lives. And that was it. Once I understood that, it was almost like a light bulb had gone on. And I was just like, That makes perfect sense. What you're actually doing 
is you're using storytelling as a force for good. You're showing people how if they show up and they tell their story or part of the stories that they're happy to share, then they're able to go on and change other people's lives because they can help them with the problem that they have. And so funny that that this ripple effect, it always opens everything up when we think a bit bigger, less about, okay, well, I'm doing this because I want to help people get PR because it'll make me money and more about how it can actually impact other people to change other people's lives. And it's funny how we all have this innate in us. We don't realize it a lot of the time. When I talk to people, they're like, oh, no, I just want to do this, or I just want to, you know, have a little business to make some money. And then it grows, this need to impact. I started off just thinking, right, all I need to do is make £2,000 a month um, so I could be the mum on the school gates and be there for my son, and that's how we're going to start out. So I started off, like a lot of people that will be listening to this podcast, thinking, right, there you go. If I manage to do that, then that will be everything. But actually, if we look at how it is that we can help others, how we can expand our way of looking at things, then it just opens up so many more doors. And you're what you're actually doing is you're imagining more for yourself. Where could you take this? And I think the more that you're on an entrepreneurial journey, it really does open up those doors for you and that the possibilities of what is possible, not only for you, but for others and taking them on that journey with you. I love that it started with a book. Obviously, I'm now part of Authors & Co. And I had no idea you were going to talk about books. But this is actually going out while we are launching uh, the one course, which is about writing your own book. And I agree with you that it was only when I sat down and started writing the book that things became super clear. Like you suddenly realize what your messaging is and how big that you can take it because that's what books do as well. Um, But one of the things that you have is a love of learning. You're constantly improving yourself. You're constantly learning. Like you've been in my programs, you've been in lots of other people's programs, and you've also, you do your own learning. You spend time doing your own learning yourself. We were talking before we started this podcast about how you now go on these like 5K walks and that gives you the space to like listen to podcasts or learn different things. How's that made an impact? I only really discovered this. So this isn't a plug for this by any means, but I signed up to uh, private health insurance because we all need to get fitter, healthier, all of these kind of things. And as part of that, I'm I'm very goal orientated. It's very much like if you can set me a competition, Nicola, can you reach a certain point by then? Or can you get a certain number of points? I'm all in. Like I'm literally, I'm all in. I'm, I'm that, that person. So I literally, you have to do a certain amount. And I, for some reason, the app hadn't connected to my watch or whatever was happening. And I had a conversation with one of the people and they said, oh, it's not been connected properly, but we'll do it now and you can start. And then when I logged onto the app, I could see that the points were going on. And I was just like, hang on a second. If I've done a couple of miles there and I've got five points today, what would happen? This is how it all started. What would happen if I walk for 5K? How many points will I get then? And then I've worked out the system. So I have to do 5K as a walk, as a starting point. And then I go out two other times 
during the day. And then I also add on like 20 minute walks. It gets me my full eight points a day. And I've been doing this for the last month and I absolutely love it because oh, while I'm... Didn't that show that gamification works? Like, Oh my gosh. That's amazing that you wanted to do it because of the gamification of it. Go and follow Kimber Cooper, guys, if you don't already, if you're interested in how to do that in your business and make gamification work. It so, so works and it works with someone like me, like 100%. So obviously I've got to walk the dog anyway. So it's perfect. So the pair of us were getting up really early, even though we didn't need to, it was the school holidays, everything else. And we'd, I'd take him out first thing in the morning. It was the first thing I'd do. And we'd be walking for an hour and a half. Well, during that time, I already had, I'm a big fan of audiobooks anyway. And so I already had a couple of audiobooks on the go, but I was just like, actually, I might as well just use this time for learning. So that's what I've been doing. And I'm, I've got through already three books and loads and loads of different podcasts. And it's just expanding my mind. And it's literally, I'm learning as I'm walking. So everyone's getting the benefits because the dog's being walked. I'm learning. And it's and just- healthy as well. I think it's a great yeah. idea. I might try it myself. Oh, it's great. <laughs> and I think also, I think there will be a lot of people that will resonate with this. Sometimes we're so busy doing all of the things and we're looking after all of the people, whether that's caring or you're a parent or whatever else it is, that we don't find our own time. So we're not filling up our own cups. And that, this time for me, it's just, it's my time. And so whenever I need an excuse to get out of the house, I'm like, I must take the dog for a walk because he needs the exercise. And then I'm gone. And me and hashtag PR dog, we're off. We're like, we're, we're just out there. But it just gives me that headspace to really think about things and also just learn and have that experience and expertise from other business leaders, other like really interesting, inspirational people coming in to my ears. And I think I must be an auditory learner because I really take things on board that way. And that massively improves your mindset. I mean, listening to somebody that's inspirational or to positivity or learning on a daily basis, we know that that massively affects our mindset and we start having a belief that we can do it. It's why when I was younger, when I didn't have anyone around me that had a business, I had no idea I could have a business. And now I surround myself with people who have amazing businesses and it's why I have an amazing business. It's you, you become what you surround yourself with. So by listening to these people every day, it's going to have an impact on you and you're going to stop the negativity and the, the self-talk that we do about who we are, which I presume massively also helps your clients. So I mean, I must admit, I've always been quite lucky because I've always had a lot of self-belief. I know when we first spoke about me starting my business, I was just like, really, do you think I can? But that was off the back of going through what I'd been through in terms of I'd had a really successful career working in PR. Everything was great. But I'd had that moment where I'd had maternity leave and Going back into work from maternity leave is really hard because it really affects your confidence and you need to build yourself back up. By the time I actually started my business, I was much more getting into the flow of things. But I 
just needed that little shove from say someone like yourself to say it's okay you can do this and then the rest has just been yeah I can do this of course I can do this I know what I'm doing and now I can help other people get to that stage so in terms of a mindset shift huge absolutely massive and your client so a lot of the times when we are asking people to tell their story and um to get more pr you know it's one of the things i talk about all the time when it comes to visibility is you need to try and get pr and try and tell your story a lot of the times the self belief of those people is that well, i don't have a story that's interesting enough to tell and when you listen to these podcasts from people and their stories and you realize that the story doesn't have to be some massive huge life-changing rags to riches story to impact other people that changes things i think it really does and i think number one when it comes to telling your story a lot of it is down to confidence and what i always say to people as well is you don't need to have an enormous story by any means. Mine isn't enormous in any shape or form. And I always remember when it came down to me promoting my own book, that I went to a journalist who I trust and I said, here you go, what do you think? And she looked at me and she was just like, I don't think it's strong enough. Now, at that point, I could have turned around and been like, okay, so um, I'll give up on doing any PR around my book. I will just stop there. But I didn't. I kept going. And I think sometimes we have to realize that what doesn't work for one person will work for someone else. And you just have to have that tenacity and that belief in yourself that you will get there. And absolutely everyone has a story. It doesn't have to be huge. I've had clients who have been having sessions with me like story sessions with me and I've just said where are you working and they're like oh I'm just working in a caravan on the driveway of my home and this is story, lockdown. Right <laughs> and I'm like that's your story and they're like really and I'm like yes and then they end up with like a massive feature in the sun and then someone else who you know will talk around all of the incredible things that they're doing and then right at the end they'll say Oh, yes. And I've uh, transformed the garage at my home into a radio station. And I now broadcast live every morning, Monday to Thursday. Oh, and I've got 15,000 listeners. And you're like, hang on a second. That's huge. That's your story. (laughs) And they're like, really? But sometimes I do think that it's so much easier if you've got someone else that can help you see what your story is. I mean, even for me, trying to do it for myself, when I went to that journalist and said, look, I think this is my story, when she was very much like, it's not strong enough, it's not going to make, I was just like, oh, but I thought that was my story. So sometimes it is so valuable having that extra pair of eyes and that expertise to be able to pull your story out of you because you're you aren't you and when you're you you hear you don't realize what your own story is like i would say you can't see the the label from inside the bottle and i think that you don't know what you're branded as so often we have you know i have a million stories in my head about what's happened to me and when i sit down and talk to people about it it's the one that i think is least interesting that people are always most interested in it's never the thing I think it is you know I'm always like yeah you know I went from 30,000 to to 15 million in six years and people are like oh that's amazing and then I say something else like 
or me and my husband uh, work together in the business um, and he does all the the kind of household stuff and, and I do the business stuff. They're much more interested in that and how that dynamic works, especially PR wise. Like I've had newspapers want to interview me about that. And I'm always surprised. Like it's never the thing that you think it is that people are interested in. They like to be able to relate to things which are usually quite normal things. Yes, because at the end of the day, when you look at the media, no matter whether you're looking at magazines, podcasts, radio, TV, print, online, whatever it is, what they're doing is they're looking for an angle that will appeal to their audience. And so it is the more run of the mill things that you might just think, well, this is this is just my life. This is what what I do. So I don't think anything special about it but actually that dynamic between husband and wife and the fact that Sam looks after the twins a lot of the time and does all of those kind of things people will find that really interesting obviously within all of that and you will know this only too well there needs to be some kind of management so that the editors and the journalists don't go off on a oh well she's making all the money over there and she's not looking after her family yeah, kind of rhetoric <laughs> yeah so that just needs to be managed in terms of hang on a second that's not where we're going with this piece if you want to do it as a positive piece that's where that's where we're going with this yeah and then you definitely helped me with that before because I got burned quite early on with not really realizing that I have to have readbacks to make sure they've actually said the story that I want them to say and the other thing is people often say yeah but if you do a PR piece about that how is that going to help your business but there's always a way to get your business in I haven't had a story where I haven't managed to shoehorn my business in somewhere and get some people looking because of that it's all about weaving your messaging in it's very very clever and whenever I look to do any pieces of PR it's a really good example of this um I saw a like an opportunity where it was talking about have you won a council tax appeal like the banding appeal well I did 20 years ago and I just thought well I'll throw my hat into the ring and let's see what happens well the journalist came back and said you have no idea I've been looking for someone like you for a long long time I haven't been able to find someone can you talk about it I was like well it was 20 years ago and they were like that's fine and but what I'd done before I actually sat down and spoke to them is I really thought about right number one what is it that I want to get out of this opportunity? Number two, what is it that I want to say? And number three, how can I use this opportunity so that then I can use it at a later date to be able to help my clients show them how something on the surface you might look at, but hang on a second, how's a council tax band win? Really going to talk about you as an expert in strategic storytelling. So when the journalist came in, I said, well, do you want me to just go through everything? And because I like came across like that, she was just like, yes, just talk. That's great. So I did exactly what I wanted to say. I talked about the fact that I did my research. I looked around and I did all of my research and made sure everything was together so that when I went to the council, I was able to present facts and everything else but it was presented as a story so when I was presenting things as a story 
there you go, from start to finish. So I'm talking about storytelling. I made sure that the journalist introduced me as running a communications agency, being a PR consultant. So that was all in there as well. They provided a link through to my website at the end. And, I'm, and I even said, would you like a picture? And she was just like, oh, we'd love one. And I made sure that I sent across the picture that I would use on the front of my website so that, that it's all like synonymous and it all links up. Well, what you've now got is you've got someone, yes, on the face of it, talking about council tax banding, which is what the journalist was after. But what you've also got is me talking about the importance of storytelling, the importance of doing your research and looking into ideal clients, all of those kind of things and where you want to be featured, but then also presenting it in a way that is going to help others. Yeah. Job done. Which is what you're looking for. So it doesn't really matter what the piece is about. You'll find a way. (laughs) Definitely. You can always, always find a way. You just have to think beforehand, what is it that you want to say? And how is it that you can get that across? And just even having five minutes before you speak to a journalist to just think about that. What is the outcome that I want from this interview? What is it that I want to say that will help me resonate with my ideal clients? And it can be about anything. As long as obviously you don't overshare, it's really important that you mustn't overshare. It's really important. Yeah, it it definitely is. And that's why working with someone like Nicola will just really help you know what you should and shouldn't say. But yeah, if you are looking for more PR and to get your story out there because we know that helps with visibility please do go check out all of the different services and offerings that Nicola has they are all in the show notes here so it's definitely worth going and have a look at that and people often say to me to have PR it's really expensive it doesn't have to be Nicola has a membership that is really low cost that has helped me get lots of PR and will definitely help you do the same so do go and check that out Nicola, where is the best place? If someone has a question for you and just wants to drop you a quick line, where's the best place to do that? I'm always on my DMs on Instagram, at Nicola J. Rowley PR. I've got the free Facebook group, the communications community. And yeah, if you want to reach me, um, just message me. Find me on Facebook. Just send me a DM and you can reach me there. Brilliant. Thanks for coming in and talking to us again, all about storytelling and PR, but mainly how learning and self-belief can expand everything for you. So make sure you are always listening to new things and new inspiration. I will be back next week with another episode of Making Money Online. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.